This is Manja Kutze, and you're listening to the fifth episode of the What's on Weibo podcast. It has been one year since the tragic death of Dr. Li Wenliang dominated Chinese social media and made headlines all over the world. His passing on the night of February 7th in 2020 was a huge moment over the past year, as there was this unprecedented outpour of anger and distrust and despair flooding Chinese social media in the midst of the coronavirus epidemic in China. In this podcast, we are going to revisit the story of Dr. Li and explore how he is remembered one year later. So let's start at the beginning. Who was Dr. Li? Li Wenliang was born in 1985 in the city of Beijing in Liaoning province. He completed his bachelor's and master's program at the Wuhan University School of Medicine. He was a a clinical medicine student, and he actually joined the Communist Party of China in his second year. After he graduated in 2011, he shortly worked as an ophthalmologist at the Xiamen University Eye Center before he moved on to work at the Wuhan Central Hospital in 2014. And that's where he would stay. Lee was an active user of, of social media. And if you look at his Weibo account, you can see that he was actively posting ever since 2011. And he would often share funny videos and he would post about his love for food and going out to eat. But sometimes he also shared um, information about his work or would talk about his busy work schedule at the hospital. And on his... 33rd birthday on October 12th in 2019, he published um, a noteworthy post. He said, for this new year, I hope to be a simple person and that I can see the complexities of the world without leaving traces in my heart and that I can stay calm and level-headed. It would be his final birthday. Just weeks after his birthday, Wuhan became the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. The mystery virus started here in the city of Wuhan. Chinese authorities pinpointing its source to this food market. Dozens have been infected, but experts here believe the actual figure is closer to 1,700 cases. One of the earliest cases of someone suffering from what is now known as COVID-19 in Wuhan can possibly be traced back to November 17 of 2019. For about a month after that date, there were up to five new cases reported each day. This is according to a report obtained by the South China Morning Post, which was published later. Hospitals in Wuhan kept identifying cases of pneumonia of unknown origin throughout December and Um, In late December, by by December 30, the Wuhan Health Commission issued urgent notices to city hospitals about these cases of atypical pneumonia, all linked to the city's Huanan seafood wholesale market. Well, on that same day, December 30, Li Wenliang sent out a message to a group of fellow doctors. Um, They were all former classmates of him, And um, 
they had this WeChat group together, and he was warning them about this possible outbreak of an illness that resembled SARS in Wuhan, and he reminded them to be careful to protect themselves. Although it was meant to be a private message for this group, he was summoned to the Public Security Bureau in Wuhan just days later, and he was made to sign a letter in which he was accused of making false statements that disturbed the public order. So if we look at some segments of that letter, you can see that the, the, the statement said, um, we want you to cooperate with the police and listen to our reminder and stop the illegal act. Can you manage? And Lee then answered in writing, yes, I can. It also said, if you stubbornly insist on maintaining your own view without a thought of repentance and continue to engage in unlawful act, you will suffer legal sanctions. Do you understand? And Lee answered in writing, yes, I do. Just four days after Lee signed this letter, the Chinese health authorities announced the discovery of a new coronavirus, which was then called the novel coronavirus-infected pneumonia. Not long after facing this ordeal at the public security office, Dr. Lee continued to see his patients. And on January 10, he started to develop a cough and the next day he developed a fever and his condition kept worsening and um, he was eventually hospitalized. By late January, he was still not doing better and he was not improving. He was transferred to the intensive care unit of the Wuhan Central Hospital on January 24. And if we look at Lee's Weibo account, you see that he posted something noteworthy on January 31st. He wrote, Hi everyone, I am the Wuhan Central Hospital ophthalmologist Li Wenliang. On December 30, I looked at some patients' test reports, which detected high positive indicators of SARS coronavirus. With the intention of reminding my former classmates to pay attention to protection, since they're also clinical doctors, I posted a message in our group saying that seven cases of SARS coronavirus have been confirmed. After I had sent out the message, on January 3, the Public Security Bureau came and made me sign a letter of reprimand. Afterward, I continued to work as usual. After I saw a patient who suffered from the novel coronavirus, I developed symptoms. On the 11th, I had a fever. On the 12th, I was hospitalized. At that time, I was wondering why the briefings were still saying that there is no human-to-human -human transmission and no medical infection. And then I was admitted to the ICU and had a diagnostic test before that, but the results never came back. After treatment, another test was done recently and it was negative, but I'm still having trouble breathing and cannot move around. My parents are also in the hospital. I see a lot of support and encouragement from many of you in the hospital room, which lightens my mood. So thank you for your support. I would like to make a special clarification that my license was not revoked. Please be rest assured that I will actively cooperate with the treatment and will try to get out of the hospital soon.
Together with this post, Li Wenliang also shared a copy of the letter of reprimand, which he signed on January 3rd. Uh, and actually, he had also already shared that letter with uh, the Caixin newspaper before. And then we see February 1st, Li published um, a final post on his account, in which he wrote he finally tested positive for the new coronavirus. Li still communicated somewhat from his hospital room, although he was um, he was not doing better. He was worsening. Uh, he was communicating a bit with international media as well, as this CNN feature showed. In a matter of days, Dr. Li Wenliang went from treating patients to becoming one. The 34-year-old ophthalmologist diagnosed Saturday with the Wuhan coronavirus. But if action had been taken when he and others started sounding alarms, the severity of the outbreak might have been understood sooner. Struggling to communicate, Lee spoke with CNN briefly by phone. You can hear the hospital machines pulsing in the background. With Lee coughing too much and breathing too poorly to speak by phone, we asked Lee by text, how did you feel when this happened? I felt a little afraid, afraid I would be detained, afraid my family would worry, Lee responded. And then it became quiet. On the night from February 6, a Thursday, to February 7th, a Friday, news came out that Lee was fighting for his life. And to contextualize this moment for a bit, it, it was a really scary time. This was just two weeks into the major Wuhan city lockdown. Um, over 28,000 cases of the new coronavirus were confirmed, and the death toll had gone up to 564 that day. Um, the Red Cross in China was under fire for not getting supplies to hospitals and um, people were not trusting them. At that time, on that day, the Leishenshan Emergency Hospital had just been completed and was admitting its first patients. So it was a real sense of emergency, obviously, at, at that time. Um, so that night, that Thursday night, at a certain moment on Chinese social media, you saw that two hashtags went trending at the same time. One of them was Li Wenliang is still being rescued. And the other one was Dr. Li Wenliang has passed away. On Thursday evening by um, 9.30, Chinese state media, the newspaper Global Times, reported that Li Wenliang had died, while just three hours later, at 12.38 on February 7th, the hospital issued a statement saying that Lee was still being treated. So this, the, these very confusing information flows were leading to distrust and anger and so much confusion, and it was really growing and, and blowing up on Chinese social media. And as these discussions on Weibo flared up, netizens soon discovered that many posts were being deleted and that only verified Weibo accounts, you call them the Blue V accounts, the verified official government and media uh, business accounts, they were able to publish posts about Li Wenliang. Um, 
but but other people were not allowed to do that and news relating to Li Wenliang was seemingly also being kept out of the top search lists on Weibo and this only added to that confusion and to the anger and in response to this the hashtag can you manage do you understand ni nang zuo dao ma ni ting ming bai le ma surfaced on Weibo in reference to that letter that Li was forced to sign in early January for disturbing the public order. Many netizens were not just expressing their anger and their sadness over Li's situation, but also about the way it was reported and the distrust in media and in authorities and in, in social media platforms that came with it. So you saw that by early Friday morning, the phrase, can you manage, do you understand, seemed to have become this protest slogan for freedom of speech, and the hashtag was censored soon after. In the early hours of Friday morning, the Wuhan Central Hospital finally confirmed the tragic news that Lee had passed away. Uh, they did so in an online announcement. Li Wenliang died at the age of 33, leaving behind his little son and his wife, who was pregnant with their second child. The messiness of Chinese media, first reporting his death and then claiming that Li was still on life support, and then uh, that definite news of his passing, this all really struck a nerve among netizens. As Yeah, for many people, it, it also symbolized the handling of the Wuhan virus outbreak itself. And it also reinforced this idea that many had that news on the outbreak was being kept quiet and that there was no transparency on what was going on. And um, some Weibo users suggested that official media purposely changed the narrative on Li's passing to control the public opinion on the issue. And um, many people just expressed their frustration about not being able to trust supposedly trustworthy sources during such a crucial time. One comment that you saw um, uh, coming back and surfacing on, on, on various social media was they wouldn't let him live while, when he was alive. They wouldn't let him die when he was dead. And, and there was another popular comment that said, we know they're lying, they know they're lying, they know we know they're lying, we also know they know we know they're lying, but they still lie. In the midst of this enormous social media storm, the hashtag, we want freedom of speech, also made its rounds on Weibo before being taken offline. So as the hashtags disappeared, people started post posting their art. You saw the face of Li Wenliang in black and white drawings and all kinds of variations. You saw this beautiful image of Li being taken away by an angel whose wings were clipped. You saw candles, you saw whistles, and a recurring sentiment shared on, on Weibo as the news of Li's death exploded online was that Li Wenliang was not heard when he tried warning others, and that people themselves also felt their voices were being silenced, just like his. In the international media, the death of Li, um, who was also called a whistleblower, started making headlines everywhere. 
breaking developments in the coronavirus outbreak. Dr. Li Wenliang is dead. Dr. Li Wenliang tried to raise the alarm about a new mystery illness. That virus has taken his life. And now the Chinese doctor who sounded the alarm on novel coronavirus has died from the disease he was so concerned about. Well, a man who's become incredibly well-known around the world because of the coronavirus has died. This is the Chinese doctor who tried to warn the medical community about the coronavirus. In China, there's an outpouring of grief and anger. People are mourning the doctor who died yesterday after putting out an early warning about the coronavirus outbreak. Li's death in itself, of course, was, was tragic already, but it stood for so much more. It, there was so much more behind it. In a way, Li Wenliang became the face of the Wuhan corona crisis. And in the social media storm surrounding his death, all the panic and paranoia and uncertainty and, and sadness over this new coronavirus outbreak and the government's response to it just came pouring out. And I think for many people at the time, looking at Weibo and WeChat and other Chinese social media platforms and seeing this huge wave of comments and grief, um, it was really a big moment, not just in China's corona crisis, but in the short history of, of China's social media and overall in general, a, a really big moment. But um, despite all the censorship, authorities definitely did not stay silent on Li's death. Shortly after, the National Health Commission extended its sincere condolences, and state media also reported about it. A formal investigation was launched into how the situation with Li was handled, and the Public Security Bureau in Wuhan later revoked the reprimand issued against him. A year after his death, you can see that Li's Weibo account is left exactly how it was, and it is still filled with comments and pictures and candles from all the people posting there. And it is now Chinese New Year, so many people pop by his Weibo account wishing him well. They say they hope he rests in peace. Uh, there are also people just posting pictures of their dinner and having small talk, and it's almost as if they're visiting an old friend. And one major trend that you can see now is that the online anger that you saw last year has faded and the online anger has been replaced by this sense of gratitude. There was one post on Weibo this week that I think represents the overall sentiments on Li Wenliang um, at this point. So I'll read it to you in translation. It's been a year. Are you okay over there? You're an example to Chinese young people, and we miss you. We as a country have been well, and it's because of the selfless sacrifices from heroes like yourself that we as a country have been successfully controlling the new coronavirus. As the weather has been turning cold, we've seen more cases across the country. But don't worry, we'll prevail over this virus once again. 
So from these types of comments and posts on Weibo and other social media, you can see that a lot of the anger and distrust in China's handling of the novel coronavirus in early 2020 has now made way for this sense of pride and confidence in China and how, especially compared to other countries, the country has done remarkably well in containing the virus. And these changing sentiments also reflect in how Li is remembered a year after his death. Many people see Li as a hero. Uh, this is just recurring all over, that uh, he is a hero, but he is not a hero of resistance. He is not a hero of the people versus the government, but he is a hero of the nation. And you can also see this uh, in how authorities now remember Lee. Authorities honored him after his death as one of the outstanding frontline workers fighting the coronavirus. And um, Dr. Zhong Nanshan, he, a very renowned doctor who has been leading China's National Health Commission's expert panel for um, the COVID-19 outbreak, he also called Li Wenliang a hero in an interview that showed that he was very emotional about it. I, I think the majority of the people think he's, he's the hero of China. China. So even me. So I, I'm so proud of him. He, he told people the truth at the end of December. And, uh, you know, and then he passed away. I, I think in the second day, in the second day, and in Wuhan and some other cities. And they held a short morning memory and just raised the, 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 the mobile phone, turn on the light and, and, and show this for a couple minutes and then go back to work. They're not thinking about the death and they admire him and they suppose Dr. Lee is a hero, including me. Li Wenliang now being a hero of the nation is very different from how people responded to his death just a year ago. He was at the time already a hero of the people, but um, he was clearly also um, representing some sort of resistance and in many ways, that is no longer there as he is now the national hero, which also suits the official narrative of Wuhan's corona crisis. You know, Wuhan is now propagated as the battleground of the fight against COVID-19, and it is the city of heroes, as you see in many different state media videos. <laughs> Li Wenliang is a national hero now. He became part of the official narrative of how Wuhan battled the new coronavirus. And an exhibition themed around this fight against the COVID-19 outbreak opened to the public in Wuhan City in um, October of last year. And Li, of course, was also honored there. But on social media, you also see another way um, in which Lee is remembered. 
Um, and it is Lee as the common man, not even as a whistleblower. Some people say that the label of him being a whistleblower is not completely accurate because the group to which he reported the news of the infections was a group of fellow university classmates and he even instructed them allegedly not to spread the news beyond the group. So there are many people who say he's not this huge hero, he's not this whistleblower, but that doesn't make him any less important. On the contrary, it makes him an ordinary Chinese man who was unjustly silenced and a man who was just trying to do good and who was trying to be level-headed, just as he had said he wanted to be for his 33rd birthday resolutions. And so many people from Weibo to WeChat to video platforms such as Bilibili, they continue to honor Li Wenliang either as a true hero, as a whistleblower, or as a common man, and they continue to cry for him. <laughs> so much content related to Li Wenliang is still being posted on Chinese social media. Um, you know, many comments on Li's Weibo account, there's art, there's pictures, there's videos, um, but it's not all tears for Li Wenliang's followers. Over four months after Li's death, his healthy baby boy was born in Wuhan. And Li's widow, his wife, uh, Fu Xuejie, posted on social media on the day of her son's birth, um, last summer. She wrote, Husband, are you watching from heaven? The final gift you gave me was born today, and I will love him, and I will protect him. On Chinese social media, many commenters wish Li's wife and the new baby all the best, and you saw multiple people writing, please tell him his dad was a hero, and that we will always remember him. This was it for today's podcast. Please subscribe to our channel and tune in next time for another What's on Weibo podcast. Until then, bye.